We just heard from John Simons. We just spoke about this horse, Unspoken, winning the the five diamonds. Big prize money, isn't it? Uh, $1.155 million to the winning connections of that particular race, trained by Peter and Paul Snowden. She's now won, or he's now won seven from 16. Good morning, Peter. Morning, Steve. Congratulations. Yeah, that was a great result. Yeah, no, it's uh, got a good ownership group, this guy, and uh, it's good to see him going really well. Interesting post-race interview or some comments I heard on Sunday with Paul, your son, talking about the size of this horse's nostrils. Yeah, they are big. <laughs> yeah. No, it's something it's you... When I first saw him, I thought, well, he only looked average. He had a bit of a bull head, but these nostrils are just huge, which is great. It means big nostrils, big lungs. So that's that's a big tick in my mind uh, for, 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 for racehorses. Um, you know, it's a bit of this... Bigger than normal, that's for sure. Gee, if you can make similar improvement, you know, going into next preparation, you've got to be excited because Paul was saying it was a quantum leap from last prep. Yeah, the biggest thing with this bloke is just um, we bought him, off, off, I think he had six or seven starts in, overseas in, around Newmarket and we and watched them all intently. And, and um, the thing that struck us most about him, even though done it, yeah, like he won two races, but uh, the way that, that he races, he's, he tries really hard. He seems to just get his head out and just really reach and try hard. He won on a heavy 10 one day, and a heavy 10 there is like a 15 here. Uh, he was four or five lengths off from the 100 to go and looked like he was no hope. And even knowing he won the race, you still watch and think, well, how the hell did he ever win? But he, he got up in the last drive and just, just really drove hard. And I thought, well, that's, that's a big asset to have you see horses want to try that hard to win a race. So we didn't pay a lot for him. Uh, and his first time over here, He's settled, he's settled in okay, um, but just was always out the back door and struggling to sort of keep in touch, Was but was finishing on well at the end. And the three or four runs we gave him were all solid runs, but they were runs you think, well, I hope he just does improve that bit more next time through. This time in, right from the first barrier trial he had, he bounced, he just stuck himself right there, right on the lead. Uh, in his first trial and his first start, he's running three pairs back but just smoking and and they even led two starts ago so his his gate speed uh has improved dramatically and has, has made his job so much easier and then that's uh, really just turned him into a real contender now for those better class races yeah he's by the same sire of course as who Yabal, who raced uh, up in the northern hemisphere that's four in a row unspoken paul mentioned caulfield cup next year would be a nice target for him during the spring yeah i'm not sure i'm not sure yet we're going to sit down he's out having a bit of a breakdown we're working on this program for him uh, now whilst he's out, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure a mile and a half. I just think he's just at the moment he's just a little bit too brilliant. I'm not saying he won't do it. He's, he's already done in the past. He's been competitive at that sort of trip, but I just I think he's got that sort of gate speed. I don't want to be taking that away from him too much. And uh, but there's there's just a sack of races for him and big money races too uh, next season. So we'll have a good think about where we go and how far he goes. We'll. We'll find out next time. Of course, the Englishman in the in the winner's circle for you guys yesterday as well. I want to talk about Marzu because we just spoke to John Simons about a horse at Sunshine Coast where the form is a little bit misleading, and that's certainly the case with this horse. He, he's actually going well, Marzu. He, he is. Like, he's been racing in the elite races, uh, all the best races, and he's just drawn bad, had to go further back than he should have, and uh, he's been pushed wide at tough runs in those races and only getting beaten two lengths and his sexual so I think the day he ran second last in the Everest was the quickest 200 metres he's ever ran one seven and a half or one eight or something from I seen the figures afterwards I was like well there you go there you, this horse has run got he got into a lot of trouble there's a lot of he got smashed at the furlong but I mean he still runs second last and uh, still run the quickest time he's ever ran over 1200 metres so that tells the quality of the horses he's been racing against so 
Oh, we're, we're happy enough with him, but just the horse needs to wear a race, that's for sure. He's been a fair while without winning one. And they just just for confidence wise, they just he just needs to crack it. So hopefully we can. I don't say going back and grade. This this is not a bad race actually. And he he meets him. He's given him all a lot of weight. Um, but he's a pretty handy horse himself, and I yeah. still think he's going quite well. You know what his form reminds me of, Peter? A couple of seasons ago, Lost and Running won this race. Very similar. He was being beaten in those sort of races, and he came out, missed the kill, dwelt three wide on speed, and, and still won this race quite easily with the same weight, same rating as well. You're both a, a one ten. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's um, that's um, I didn't sort of go off that that plan, but to me, we normally he would have been out in the paddock by now. Previous season, he, he he would have, but he missed one run, and I thought, well, his fourth and fifth runs have always been his peak runs, so uh, this is this this fits into, the, into that category, and uh, he still looks really well. And I was happy with his trial on Monday, and Nash gave him a glowing report. I think Nash will suit him uh, this time his preparation. This, I think he'll suit him well on Saturday. Well, he gets covered up, and you've put a bit of sheepskin on his nose. Tell us about that. Yeah, just something different. You know, we're, we're changing anything around. Even what I've done with him the last fortnight is different than what I normally do with him. He's been to the beach three or four times and just cut back a bit on his track work, done a few different things with him just to pick him up and just give him a new lease of life. And um, it seems to be working quite well. He's a happy horse now, so normally happy horses run well, so hopefully that's the case. Mm. How many times has he been over the distance beyond 1,200? Of course, last start was 13. Wasn't the same distance as this race? Yeah. Hey, look, not many. Um but he's insane that he's always been attacking the line at this good level tournament races. He's been attacking the line really well. And even the 10,000 last year, he rocketed home the last furlong really good through the line. And I've always thought 1,400 would never be a problem. I've only tried in once, and that was in the TJ. I was in the uh, All Aids last year, and that was a. He got caught up in a very, very frantic pace when Lost in Running bolted and. He chased him, and they were a mile in front of the others, and just sort of set up the back markers. But even then, he didn't get beat that far. He, he stuck to his task and wasn't beaten that far at all. So I think the 1300 won't, won't worry him on Saturday. Yeah, and could you get just a little bit of rain for him? Well, that's a round, but it's just hit the missing. But that would be an added tick if he did mm. get it. But uh, it's not the bin if he, if he don't. But it's uh, it's certainly, as we know, his, his wet record's outstanding. Well, King of Sparta, he was beaten narrowly Star Patrol in the Bobby Lewis. And last start, he would have slept well. Uh, he went around five wide <laughs> without cover. Yeah, it's just one time I want him to step a bit slow would have made our job a lot easier to get him back and finding him. We really want to get behind Bella Nipatina. And uh, he just flew the start. He was actually in front the first 100 yards. So uh, he was always going to be in trouble. He's got back trying to get him, but he was six, seven wide the whole race. So just a non-event. So, um, yeah, a bit unfortunate. But he's come through it well. He's had plenty of time off. A little took over trial two weeks ago. It's it the scenario we use with him quite often. So um, I'm more than happy the way, especially Tuesday morning, he worked very good. So happy to have him there and off and off a decent draw. Now he comes in a couple, he's in Barry 8 now. So that gives him a good hope and Mazu's in 6, so they've both got good draws. Well, this time last year he was flying, of course. He won the big race, one of the big races at Doom and the Falvalon, then he went on Magic Minions Day. You're heading on a similar path? Yes, yes. He'll go, he'll go straight to Paddock after Saturday. He'll go straight up to Harry Mitchell's place. And uh, spell there. Uh, well, spell might be a little, a little bit of a stopover. Uh, I think he gets two weeks up there, out of a day and into the night. But just press, mental pressure up and back into work, and you'll you come down quite quickly. All right. How many will you turn up with for Magic Minions Day at this stage? Oh, it's a bit hard to tell yet. A bit of, a bit of water going the bridge with the babies, but um, older horse at the moment is about five, um, and like hopefully we can get a couple okay. of two. 
Yeah. Peter, I don't want to hold you up much longer, but I'm just going to mention some horses' names and maybe you can just give us a couple to follow on the weekend. You've got Divine Glory at Caulfield. You've got Snapback at Caulfield, race six. You've got Gennati in race 10. Look, the horse in Melbourne, of all, Divine Glory's run was good at Mooney Valley. She didn't get much room in the straight at all there and wasn't only beaten two lengths. Uh, Snapback, he's been, I almost ran him last uh, Saturday, but he just did. He was giving a, a lot of weight to a lot of horses in that race. I thought he's going to be better weighted here, and he is. And he's drawing a, a nice gate there. So uh, he'll definitely be a great chance on Saturday, uh, step back. And uh, rather chance in there, Gennady, she never runs bad either, but probably step back would be the pick of those three there. Snap back yeah. by Snitzel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that, Peter. Oh, welcome, mate. Yeah, You're welcome. Peter Snowden telling us about uh, two horses in the market uh, for the hunter. Uh, at Newcastle, the main race on the weekend. Uh, so Marza was 5.50, drawn a perfect gate, gate five for Nash. And King of Sparta, he's also in the market number three at $8.50. But Marza, yeah, in the Everest, um, his run was actually very good. He, he was actually following I Wish I Win on the fence. And then Tommy Berry um, came off the fence just looking for a run between runners and it was going to work out lovely. And then Espiona came out, bang. And uh, he just got completely stopped. And then he picked himself up, as Peter said, and sectionally, he was good. And then last start, of course, he was in a great spot, basically following Think About It in that 1,300-metre race, what they call the, the, you know, named after the previous year's winner. And, of course, Private Eye then pushed him uh, three wide. That was actually Nash on Private Eye that pushed him three wide. He's actually quite solid there. So, anyway... Uh, as I said, he just reminds me a bit of Lost in Running's form coming into this race. Just amazing how what you know how class can take you coming out of those sort of really good races in, into a race like this uh, on the weekend.